Welcome to CEO and Founder Magic, the podcast for entrepreneurs with stories to tell about your success. I'm Sheila Clefcorn, professional fractional CMO for B2B companies and host of the podcast. I'm deeply committed to transforming the world through technology, one company at a time. So stick with me until the end of the show, and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest with just 15 to 20 minutes of your time. I'm glad you're here. Hello, and welcome to the CEO and Founder Magic Podcast. I am excited to have Greg Davis from Big Leaf Networks with me. Greg, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Sheila. It's so good to see you. Congratulations on the podcast. It's been awesome. Yeah. I've been listening up lately the last couple of days, so congrats. Your background's oh, awesome. Really we're thrilled to have you. Um, yeah, and we've just here. got a few minutes today, but I am th- thrilled to get to talk to you about your journey. So tell me how about a little bit about your career and how you came to Big Leaf. Yeah, sure thing. So, um, you know, I've been an operator in private equity backed businesses really for the last about the last 22 years. So a lot of times what I do is come in behind founders or people that had great ideas and started businesses that reached a point where they either had opportunity to grow beyond perhaps what their managerial capabilities were, or there was just a big opportunity where they needed some more resources or needed more funding. And so those folks tend to go to capital markets, they look for funding. And when they do, in a lot of cases, you know, they need more management horsepower to join them. And so that's pretty much what I've been doing the last 22 years. And I moved from kind of business to business. Uh, I was in a project called Hunger Rush, which was a very interesting project, uh, mainly in an online ordering payments and point of sale focused on the restaurant industry, which is what I was doing before uh, before I arrived at Big Leaf, I kind of started that, put that business together with uh, with a, a private equity group out of Houston and scaled it up. And then we sold that company. Along the way, I joined the board of Big Leaf Networks, which is a super cool business headquartered in Portland, Oregon. Uh, the founder of that business, an awesome guy named Joel Mulkey, built an amazing business that really facilitates internet commerce. You know, we, Big Leaf gives people the confidence to be able to run their business over the internet. And, you know, if you think about what's, and and we sell primarily to the distributed enterprise. So if you think of, you know, businesses that have lots of locations, that's our core, or we're businesses where it requires multiple locations in order to do business. That's really the customers that we focus on. And, you know, those businesses that want access to, you know, to the applications that run, that run on the internet, there's a lot of challenges associated with that. So think about the transformation of what's happened over the last couple of years where you had, and you all know from your franchise experience, the relationships between the consumer applications and the relationship between supplier applications and the things that happen above, say, a pizza shop or a gym or a veterinary clinic. Again, any distributed business, Big Leaf facilitates that connection by way of, of doing a couple of things. Number one, it guarantees the quality, which is hard to do on a public utility, of that internet connection. It prioritizes the traffic so that, you know, if I'm sitting here in, in my home office running a business, which I do every day, uh, you know, and, and you know, someone else in the house is perhaps running a video stream, then we want the ability to prioritize that. And Big Leaf will do that for you, as well as give you the ability to fail over seamlessly uh, in the event that you take some some type of outage. So it's this very super cool company. It's got a, you know, a, a large mass appeal 
And I think it just reached a point where Joel, you know, needed some help in getting the big leaf to its customers and vice versa. And so I joined full-time running day-to-day operations in September of last year, really with the goal of taking the business, you know, to the next level and, and giving the business, you know, uh, all of the access to the opportunities that are in front of it for its shareholders. And that's essentially what I do. I come into businesses where they have great entrepreneurs that have, have a great idea and a business that works. And I just help put the pieces together to help that business get, you know, get, get, get to where it's going. A lot, generally speaking, what I'm doing is assembling the skill set and the content of the business that existed when I walked in. And that's really no different than, you know, here at Big Leaf. Yeah, and very similar to what I do as a fractional CMO of coming into a business and identifying what the opportunities are and then helping it scale. And so you're in this really wonderful space of taking what founders have built and taking it to the next level. What is sort of one or two things that you would recommend for a founder who's not quite at the stage to have somebody like you yet? But what should they be preparing as they think about going to the next level and having somebody like you come into their business? Yeah, I think the, the big thing for founders, which tend to be, you know, the, the, the way to be successful there is by being very decisive at the top of the food chain, so to speak, relative to that, to that business. I think the secret for founders is making that transition out of that. And so at some point in time in a business, and I think it probably happens sometime around you know, it depends, five to $10 million, I think, in software companies, where that process begins to work against you. And so the, the, the advice I would give founders is, and you pick your spot where it makes sense, but at some point in time, nine out of 10 or eight out of 10 decisions necessary in the, you know, to run that business should be made consistently the same way without you being in the room. And I think that's a key thing for anyone that's trying to scale the business. The other side of that specific to decisions is, you know, and and I, I think entrepreneurs, in particular, successful ones that had a lot of success early, you know, tend to forget or miss the fact that the best management teams are the management teams that are neurosing over the biggest and most sophisticated decisions. And so, the the concept of moving out of a vacuum state into where you've got a broad denominator of folks that are solving problems upstream, that's what needs to happen. And so, when these businesses choke or when people fall down or they can't scale. It's because they, you know, sort of you know, run out of fingers to put in the levy, so to speak, um, and 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 that, you know, I think that's a typical problem. And there's just and too much of a bottleneck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's easy to solve. And generally speaking, you know, a lot of times, what I do when I go into business is say, you know, what do you think is the problem, and what do you think we need to do to fix it, and right. then turn around and you implement that strategy. That's exactly what I'm doing here at Big Leaf. Some subtle differences. There's always a strategic element that's missing, perhaps. You know, there's an adjacent market or there's some opportunity that people may not be seeing. But for the most part, that, you know, the people are smart. You know, they are. And they and 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 the people that are on the ground doing work and jobs generally know what the solution is, and particularly the customer facing role. You want to find out what's going on in a business. Talk to their salespeople and their customer success folks and their onboarding folks and the people that are talking to customers. That, that you know, that gives you a feel for everything. Very helpful. Thank you. So let's just talk about what you're doing in the current economic environment. What sort of adjustments are you thinking about making in this or any business like this, just given the economic realities of what happened? Are happening well, right so now? I think you know there's a, 
So the first one would be to be aware of the economic environment that we're operating in. And one would have to be kind of tone deaf and irresponsible in, you know, an, a, in a business like mine not to pay attention to that. You know, a lot of these businesses, and Big Leaf is one of them, they don't produce cash. They're in the growing phase. You know, these are startups, you know, working their way up. So I think it's, it's, it's you know, now more than ever, it's time to really pay attention to that. Access to capital is limited. Interest rates have risen. Uh, you know, the, the, there's uncertainty in the market. So I think now is the time to really look at operating income and your relationship to it. And I think any business ought to have a clear line of sight to what that, what that looks like. The other thing is, you know, a lot of folks are dealing with, you know, situations where they have principal and interest payments in the future and that kind of thing. And I think going back to bankers and taking this opportunity, because they're going through the same thing as well, taking these opportunities to renegotiate things that might not be attractive for you. Looking at staffing, I think a lot of businesses were bloated up over the last couple of years. And then I think through the pandemic, people tended to be a little less managerial, a little less hardcore. Um, I think, you know, Elon Musk would be the example, you know, the, the, of, of someone that really shook that up when you saw him lay off, you know, large chunks of people at, at Twitter. But I think, you know, that is more, you know, sort of in the marquee at the ground level. And in reality, a lot of these businesses are overstaffed. And so I think it's, you know, look at your financial situation, put a priority on, on, on producing cash, and then, you know, ask yourself, well, how would you operate if you were, you know, lean and mean if you were a startup and you were having to make good decisions. And, and now's a good time to get the business, you know, get, get businesses right size. And I'm going through all of that at Big Leaf. Um, I'm, at, 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 every sense is engaged at Big Leaf. And mainly because there's such a huge opportunity in front of that business. And I want to do everything I can to, to, to get us there. There's an opportunity for us. There's an opportunity for the consumers. And there's an opportunity for the business that we do business with. So I think we're in a position to do a lot of good. That's exciting. Really exciting. How did you get into doing this kind of work, jumping from company to company? Like, what is it about you and your experience that uh, so, made this be your journey? So pr pr you know, pretty straightforward. My, my father was a pretty successful guy and he understand, understood leverage and how to get it. And he had money and he made money. And uh, and it all went away and I got none of it. So I learned from him along the way that capital and I, you, know, you, you if you want to do something, if you're an operator and I'm unique in a way that I'm both a builder and an operator. And so you talk about people come in and they do build projects and some people stay on. A lot of the fractional folks are builders and, you know, and, and I probably give myself some credit, but I really do both of those things. I build you know, and I operate. And for those people, which tend to be more entrepreneurial, but I'm not a, I'm not a founder. I'm not a starter. I tried that a couple of times and it, and it didn't work. Um, so I recognize you know, just from watching that which was around me, that I needed access to capital. And that really drove me, number one, into, you know, a city like Houston, which is where I live, where, you know, anyone can be successful in Houston. If you show up here with a great idea uh, and you want to go storm the hill, you can get financing and you can get the resources to do that. And so, you know, I came here, I got, I got connected with the people that were deploying capital, specifically venture capital and private equity groups that needed people to operate behind their, their, their deployments. And I've really been doing that. And then I'm, you know, along that journey, I met some amazing and outstanding people that really showed me the ropes. A guy named Gray Hall, he and I worked together for 15 years. He's now running a software business called Raptor. Um, you know, we did a couple of deals together. Another guy, Dave Colasante, was the founder of the first business I went into, or the second business I went into. Uh, he just joined my board here at Big Leaf. So, you know, I've had a lot of help along the way. And I've, I would tell you I've had help 
and every step of the way. And the only thing that I really brought to the table was, um, you know, was the willingness. I wanted to do well. I wanted to succeed and I was willing to work hard. Uh, and, and I was willing to take on, you know, a lot of times people that, you know, that don't have the academic pedigree, for instance, like, you know, and I would fall into that category. People don't have that. They don't necessarily have the confidence to step up and move forward. And so, and I didn't either, but a lot of these folks gave me that confidence. And as you start to step in and you start to inject yourself into things, you know, as I said earlier in the podcast, people are smart. There's a lot of talent at the ground level that's, that's, that's capped because, They've just not been given the green light to speak their mind and do that. And so that's one of the things I try to do with these businesses is look for people. You know, maybe they're not pretty, maybe they're not this or they're not that, but they have very good judgment, good decision making process. And so I try to pull that, you know, I, I try to pull that out of the corners of the business. And there's some amazing stories, Matt Fay, that would fall into the category of people that were in random parts of the business, maybe not adding a lot of value that I was able to you know, meet, have a conversation with and, and pull it. Matt's a, Matt's a hunger rush, uh, uh, hunger rush employees running a big chunk of that business. He was like a support tech when I met him a couple of years ago, you know, and that's a great story. There's others. Um, and I love that. It's the favorite, my, my favorite thing about what I do is the development of people that had no idea how talented they were, you know? Oh, that's and a I, great that's, deal and such yeah. a contribution to the world. Well, I love hearing about this story for somebody that wanted to get in touch with you, either about a new project to work on or just to pick your brain. How would they best get in touch with you? Yeah, I try to stay on top of my email, gdavis at bigleaf.net. Um, I'm, I'm easy to find on LinkedIn. And um, yeah, those are two great ways to to get in touch with me. And, and, and yeah. Well, Greg, it's been such a pleasure having you on the podcast. Your experience is so helpful for our listeners, founders, and CEOs who are on a, a similar or maybe a different journey, but can really benefit from the value that you've brought to these companies and the insights that you've shared. We've loved having you on the podcast, and we look forward to catching up with you again sometime soon. For awesome. all of you with the CEO and Founder Magic podcast, until next time. Thank you for listening to CEO and Founder Magic, the podcast for entrepreneurs with stories to tell about your success. If you felt like this podcast interview captured your story, would you share it on social media? It's easy. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your social accounts. Be sure to use hashtag CEO Founder Magic and tag anyone you think would be a great guest. I love to see your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. So to be sure you don't miss any episodes, please subscribe and we'll be excited to have you listen. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. And if you know of other business to business company CEOs who have compelling stories and who might like to be on this program as well, please visit KEO dot bz slash book today that's k-e-o dot bz slash book today and if you want to know more about our fractional cmo program just go to our website do a, a search on services for fractional cmo or you can follow me on linkedin facebook and instagram at k-e-o marketing 
Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. I'm Sheila Klepkorn, and it's been a pleasure having you on CEO and Founder Magic.